Hey ladies, happy June. I have missed you so much and I have really appreciated and celebrated myself for taking a much needed break and there's been a lot happening. So I'm not going to dive into that now. I just want to celebrate June is here. Woo woo, summertime. My kids actually are out of school. I don't know about some of you if you got that happening. And then next week's episode, we'll talk a little bit about that because I know that when our schedule changes and we have new routines or no routines, summer camp, vacations, a lot of things come up for us. But today, I really just want to focus on this idea of forgiveness. And what this really means, if you are someone who is struggling with being able to forgive someone or not knowing how, or that whole idea that as a believer, we know that God calls us to forgive, but it's not as easy as it just sounds, is it? So I want to share that with you today. I hope you're doing well. I'm so glad to be back and uh, I look forward to connecting with you soon. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself. You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Do you know for sure that you have unforgiveness in your heart and you don't know how to release it? Well, I just want you to just check in for a moment first. Some of you may have just been like, uh, yeah, I've been hanging on this for a long time. Some of you may even go, hmm, I'm not sure. Let me check. So let's just check in for a moment because I think that sometimes it's easier for us just to bury it, especially when it's not the kind that's in your face, obvious. He did this. She did this. I cannot believe it. I'm not forgiving them. I'm holding on to it. The obvious kind. And then there's some that we just sort of tuck away and pretend sometimes it's not there. And we've talked a lot about that on this show about how when we stuff our emotions down, they do not heal. They just stay in there and fester. So this is part of that too. I believe forgiveness is a huge part of freedom. Maybe you think, though, if you're one of those holding on to it, that if you release it, that means this is giving that person a free pass or letting them off the hook. So maybe you're holding on to it because it feels like control and you need it. As if, if I hang on to this and not forgive them, I'm still holding on to my power. When I want to share with you that I believe the opposite is true. I believe that when we hold on to it, it being the maybe hate, anger, unforgiveness, rage, 
sorrow, the things that maybe you're connecting with when I ask you that question in the beginning, maybe bring that up right now and just sort of be aware of it, bring it to the forefront. You think that maybe you're controlling it, but it's the opposite. It's controlling you. So I always like to pull definitions. The definition of forgiveness is the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. So here's what's cool about that. You notice it says action, and it also says process. Now, this is just the standard definition, but this is such a beautiful reflection in the work that I do, that I've done, that I encourage you to do, what the Bible says, that it does require us to take action. And it's a process. It's not something that you can just flip a switch, put a check in a box. It is a absolute choice. And when we make a choice, there is some sort of action. Okay. It's not related to a feeling. If we waited till we felt like forgiving someone, would you ever do it? I mean, I'm not going to say 100% of the time I've never felt like it because I'm sure there's been many seasons and times where I was open and willing and my heart was soft enough to forgive someone, especially let's just say our children, right? Or someone that was, it felt like a more of a a small hurt if we're going to categorize it. And okay, sure, I can forgive you. I can recognize that maybe you weren't on your game that day or you were feeling emotional or you were hurting and you hurt me. So yes, I do desire to forgive you. But that's not normally the case with the things that I'm talking about here today. The things that we desire to hold on to because we think we need to or we think that that's serving us. So I've mentioned the book before, Captivating, and I've actually had a few of you tell me that you have purchased it. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm still working on it. I love reading and (laughs) I don't read very fast. So I take little snippets of books and it takes me a while because I really want to retain the information and I usually do some highlighting and reflecting as well. I do have a vacation coming up. Actually, this weekend after this airs, I'm leaving June 3rd. I'm taking my two youngest to the beach. I wanted to have a little getaway and so I'm intentional, I'm going to carry a couple of books that I am in the middle of that I really would like to complete because I can literally spend hours on the beach reading. So I'm super excited about that. So, but from the book Captivating, here's what they say. Forgiveness says it was wrong, very wrong. It mattered. It hurt me deeply. And I release you. I give you to God. I will not be your captive here any longer. Okay, I'm going to read that again. For the authors of Captivating, and what I also uh, in full agreement with, forgiveness says, it was wrong, very wrong. It mattered, hurt me deeply, and I release you. I give you to God, and I will not be your captive here any longer. As you will notice, I accentuated the eyes. Because that is our choice. That is our action. That is our process. So can you see how forgiveness actually releases you? Because you hold the key. Right? This is a huge part of this entire growth journey as a woman, 
as a mother, as a drinker, as a Christian woman, to really recognize that we have had so much of our lives in a prison that we have allowed ourselves to be in and we hold the key. We don't always see it. It usually takes time and it takes support and processing to recognize, oh, I allowed myself to stay there. This might have been my circumstance. And I know that there's extreme circumstances out there. I'm not talking about any sort of abuse or consistent, unhealthy relationship. I'm just talking about things like this, over drinking or unforgiveness, the areas that we hold the key. So I hear you say, okay, Michelle, now what? (laughs) Sure, I know I need to forgive. I want to even. I know that we want to because there is that piece of us that understands that forgiveness will set us free. It just doesn't necessarily feel like it. And remember, as I said earlier, it cannot be related to your feelings. I know that you even know that God says to forgive as he forgave us. But then we ask, why do I feel so hurt still and angry? Because a lot of times, here's what happens. We think that if we forgive, we take we take action, we go through the process, we release this person, we say, I'm giving you to God, no matter how heavy this load is, because I'm not giving you a free pass. I'm not forgiving you because I'm saying that it's okay that you did this to me. I'm forgiving you because I'm choosing. Now, some of your forgiveness will actually be verbalized to the person. Maybe there's some reconciliation that needs to happen and there's someone you need to talk to. But a lot of you don't even see this person anymore, or maybe it is some past hurt, even that goes way back, and you're hanging on to it and you'll never see them. You'll never talk to them. I still want you to process this and say it as if they were there. Because I believe that if you do that, it will feel more real. This is not something that you can just do inside of your intellect. So here's a, here's a great example. I want you to, if you have someone in mind that you need to forgive, whether they're still alive, they're not alive, you'll ever see them again, or you see them all the time, and you don't want to actually talk to this person, I want you to get an empty chair. And I want you to stand in front of that empty chair and I want you to visualize that person sitting down, looking calm with their hands in their lap and they're not allowed to speak. And I want you to tell them what you need to tell them. And also, if you're willing, I want you to forgive them. I want you to go back to the beginning when I said forgiveness says it was wrong. So I want you to look at that person in that chair and say, hey, what you did was wrong. It was very wrong. What you did mattered and you hurt me deeply. And today I choose to release you. Today I choose to give you to God and I will not be your captive here any longer. And if you need to say that over and over and over until you feel a calmness in your spirit, I encourage you to do so. So the next part of this, though, is where you realize, 
okay, I've done this. I truly feel like this was real for me, Michelle. I walked through this process, but how am I supposed to heal? Where do I'm still hurting. The pain is still there. Well, this is where this next phase comes in because we have to release and surrender first. What we just did, what I'm encouraging you to do is what you need to do first. Next, I want you to recognize that the ultimate healer is Jesus. So we must allow him to lead us and we also must take action. We must pray. We must ask for it. We must remind ourselves on a regular basis that this is what we chose to do. But ask him to help heal us from the hurt. And as you ask him, he will step in and help you. And as you care for yourself and you recognize there's this new freedom now, I've released this person. It's going to become more and more clear to you. Okay. There's actually a specific prayer, once again, that was written in this captivating book that I'll share with you. And so here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. After you've spent this time truly releasing, forgiving, I want you to create a a prayer, something that you may recite every day, something you may do during your quiet time, something that you may write. I've got so many of you that said, you know, just writing is very therapeutic for me. Sometimes writing is for me too, but most of the time it's not. I'm very verbal. So I say most of the things when I'm working on something or trying to heal something or learning or processing, I do what I'm doing right now. I talk, I talk it out. I talk it out to myself. I look in the mirror. I walk and talk it. You know, I talk in my car. I pray. So whatever works for you. So here's sort of a little, a template prayer, so to speak, that they wrote in the book that I thought was beautiful. And then I would like you to take this and use it. And then also, Create your own or add to it. Let the Holy Spirit really move inside of your heart and help you of what specifically you need to ask for. Here's their prayer. Jesus, come to me and heal my heart. Come to the shattered places within me. Come for the little girl that was wounded. Come and hold me in your arms and heal me. Do for me what you promised to do. Heal my broken heart and set me free. That's beautiful because guess what? When we ask and seek, we will find him. And he has promised that. And if that's part of what you need now too, is just to go back in and and talk to him and say, you promised this for me. He's cool with that. If you remind him of his promises, he doesn't need to be reminded, but we do. And sometimes we have to say it out loud so we hear ourselves. Sometimes we have to write it. We have to pray it. Whatever you need to do, you will always hear me say, hey, here's some ideas and here's some guidelines, but only you know what you need. We all have it within us. Okay? So take action. Allow your hearts to be open so that you can be set free from unforgiveness and allow God to heal you. I love you. Until next time. Stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. 
Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.